This is the Chasing Best Podcast with Coach Josh Niblett. Welcome in, everybody, again to another edition of Chasing Best, which is brought to you by Windsor Welp, John Lilly, and Philip Forrester, and the team at Gainesville Jewelry. You know, when I was thinking this past week, we, uh, you know, I think everybody knows I coach, and so we just had spring break last week, and so it was an opportunity for um, me and Miss Karen, my wife, to to get away, and so we went up to the mountains and, you know, just had a really good opportunity to, to relax a little bit. This past year and a half, we really hadn't been able to do a whole lot of that, and so it was nice and you know, when you're you're up in the mountains and it's so peaceful, there there are things that you get to think about. And you know, when I went out on my runs every morning, which is usually when I do, you know, my best thinking. You know, I I think about a lot of things. I listen to a lot of podcasts and try to really challenge myself on things that I know I could do better to to give a better version of myself, not reinvent myself, but to give a better version of myself, whatever that may be. And so, you know, I really enjoyed that time with my wife and enjoyed that time, you know, when I got out by myself to to really do some deep thinking and not be distracted. And I think I think we all need to be able to do that. I think I think we all need to be able to do that on a day to day basis. You know, when I get up in the mornings and go run, you know, that's my great opportunity to have my time with with my Lord and Savior and it's also some time to where I can do some, just some quiet thinking, um, and just just kind of listen and, you know, reflect back on maybe where I've been, um, kind of project where I want to go, and then figure out how I'm going to get there. I think that's what we're all trying to do. And so, you know, had a week off last week, and then went. Visited my mom and dad in Alabama, so that was kind of fun going back and uh, to Alabama and and then getting to see them. You know, my mom had total knee replacement surgery uh, about a month and a half ago, and so you know, it's she's she's got a high threshold of pain. I can tell you that, but you know, she's she's doing well, and so you know, I'm it was it was good for me to go back and see her and Daddy, and and then you know, of course, when we came back home and. You know, here we are starting another week, month of April. And so, you know, getting back to work and not only with my job, um, but but for me, it's not a job. It's kind of a way of life of, of coaching and teaching and, and having an opportunity to impact lives. And so, you know, I've had a little bit of time. I tell you all that to, to tell you that I've had a little bit of time to, you know, think about this week's podcast session. And, and I... I kind of want to talk a little bit about things that I think we can always strive to to get better at. I mean, I think we can learn from other people. We can learn from other organizations. We can learn from other leaders. I think that's the important thing in life is how do we learn from others? And then how do we learn from ourselves? And so I think when you can be able to take both of those components, um, I, I try to do a lot of that myself. Um, you know, I read books. You know, we've said that before on the, the other uh, shows that the podcast sessions that we've had so far and listen to podcasts. And, you know, I, I think, I think when you're a leader, um, I think when you want to be successful, I think when you're chasing best, then 
you know, you want to listen to those people. You want to be inspired and impacted by people who have been successful. Those people that are uh, having a pursuit of excellence in everything that they're doing. And so, you know, I, I, I kind of want to talk to you today about, you know, winners and losers have the same goals. You know, I, and I think when I tell you that, like some people may say, Man, I don't know about that. But look, I, what I want you to understand is this, and that, and this is not about, you know, we talked about quitter, camper, climber last week. Um, but today's about winners. Today's what we're going to talk about is how do you become a winner? See, winners and losers have the same goals. I mean, they're, they do not, losers do not wake up every morning and go, you know what, I want to lose today. I mean, that they want to win also. The difference between winners and losers is, is the winners have a system. It was probably about a year, year and a half ago. I'm doing some research and studying. I'm always reading and, you know, I'm looking at, you know, Sean McVay and looking at what the Rams, you know, after they had won the Super Bowl and there were some things that they were doing from a cultural standpoint within their building and their organization that they really felt like was their standard. And, and their standard, they would say, our standard is the standard. And, you know, I think that's something that we all should strive for every day, that we should have a standard. Um, and within that standard, like, how do we, you know, how do we have multiple standards or the standards in which we want to try to uphold every day as a person, um, you know, as a, as a leader, um, as a coworker, um, as someone who may lead an organization, someone that has a huge impact on people's lives, or maybe it's just, hey, I'm a son, I'm a, I'm a daughter, I'm a husband, I'm a wife, um, I'm a father, I'm a mother, aunt, uncle, whatever it may be, friend. Those standards that allow you an opportunity to take everything you do to a whole nother level that holds you accountable to. See, you know, the, the thing about it is, is you're accountable to yourself. You know, when I talked to our players, I actually said it to them this morning is, is, you know, I'm responsible for every guy. As the head coach, I'm responsible for every guy. In my family, in my household, I'm responsible for every person in that household. But I said, even though I'm responsible for you, you're accountable for you. So we are accountable for our lives. We're accountable for what we want to be every day. And then what the, the person that we want to be We'll decide what we do, and then what we do, we'll decide what we have. And so when I think about that and the things that Coach McVay and the Rams were doing, um, you know, about a year ago, I just kind of adopted some of it and put it in with what we're doing from our standards and our process. And, and I want to kind of share some of that with you today. Because I do think there's things that you can learn from an organizational standpoint and what people do in an organization to, to push their culture, to make sure their culture's right. Because look, here's the deal. Culture, and you have a culture within your own life. If you think of your life and you as a person, as a team, like you have a culture inside of you. And your culture is either by design or by default. Like you either wake up every day and set the standard for your culture so it's a design or you don't set a standard and you just let happen what happens, then it's by default. That means that my culture is conditional. But when I'm, you know, when I have a conviction of my culture, then that's when it's by design. And so I want to talk a little bit about the chasing best system. 
It's a system that we use in our program, but it's also a system that I use in my life. These are some things that, you know, I've gotten from various people over time. Um, and then there's been some things that have just kind of transpired that, that I've just thought about that said, hey, look, you know, maybe this is something we need to do, or I've never thought about it this way, or could this impact, you know, everything that we're doing and impact me as a person and impact the people around me to help them become better. So I think the first thing is from a system standpoint is, is time. You know, number one is time. You know, Sean McVeigh talked about like being on time, like being early, like within their group. We talk about that with our guys. You know, I talk about that within my own life and with my children and the responsibility that you have, because I think the key to it is, is when we understand that time is a molecular building block of consistency. Like if you want to pursue excellence, like if you want to be a, a chasing best at all times, it's about consistency. It's not about flipping the switch on and off. It's not about, hey, this is conditions right for me. I think I'll go chase best or, you know, this condition's not right for me. I think I'll wait till tomorrow. I mean, it's consistency. Like if you want to be successful in life, if you want to make an impact, then you got to be consistent. See, the character in the competence level, like competence meaning do my job, right? What I've, I want to live for the purpose that I've been made for, that God has made for. You know, in Galatians 6, 9, it says this, and I want I should have let off with this, that it says, you know, let's not grow tired of doing good, for in due season we will reap a harvest if we do not lose heart. See, we are called to do good. We are called to do good. That's, that's our character. And within our character, there's a competence level that I should be trusted to live my life in a manner that I'm supposed to, but also be trusted within my job to do my job at a high level. And that's how you identify with people with being on time. And then the best connection is built through mutual respect for each other's time. The best, B-E-S-T, chasing best connection. If you want to have the best connection with somebody else, if you want to have the best connection with a person that you want to impact their life, somebody in your family, somebody you work with, then you know what? It's built through mutual respect for each other's time. It's through, built through the mutual respect that I've made a commitment to them to either be early, to be on time, to spend time with them. It's shared experiences. It's, it's maybe sacrificing a little bit of time for somebody else. Number two is consistent process makes consistent progress. And Sean McBay talked a lot about this within the Rams, just talking about like, like if we're going to be consistent in what we're doing, which is, you know, if you want to have a high level of excellence, a high level of pursuit of excellence, you want to be great, you want to have chasing best, like you want to be the best in the end, you, you're a winner, then you're always going to seek to be consistent in everything that you're, that you're doing. And then you're going to have consistent progress. So that process, and with us in our program, and it should be the same way in our lives every day, that process that you live every day should involve three things. Number one, it should involve people. Everything you do normally is going to involve people. Like, I, I love being around people. I mean, there's certain times where I want to be kind of by myself, but I love being around people because here's the deal. I want to impact people. I don't want to impact things. I want to impact people. And then there's purpose. You know, every day we're supposed to wake up, everybody has this plan a lot of times, and then when the plan don't go right, they just shut down. 
But I think God calls us, like he says in Galatians 6, 9, you know, don't grow tired of doing good. So when we wake up, God's got a plan for us. Our purpose is to not grow tired of doing good. And then the latter part of it is the passion. Like what kind of passion do we have? Like the why. Like why do you do what you do? When you wake up every morning, do you know why you're waking up every morning? Do you know why you go to work every day? Do you know why you have an impact on other people's lives? That why will feed your passion. And for us, that's the process. So if I'm a consistent in that process in those three things, and I'm going to be consistent in the progress that I make in my life of giving a better version of myself. And how does that look? Well, number one, it looks like this. Show up every day with the right mindset. Show up every day with the right mindset. It's a growth mindset, not a fixed mindset. It's improved daily. See, I can't improve in a day, but I can improve daily. It's marginal gains. It's compound interest. It's 1% better every day. We've heard that. People say it all the time. It's 1% better. And if I could continue to add that 1% up, that compound interest, then at the in the future, I may not see it at that point in time, but as it grows and time elapses, then that's when I begin to see how much change that it's made. And it's daily best. I mean, it's chasing best every day when you wake up. You know, it's starting out by making your bed. It's starting out by having your quiet time. It's getting your mind right, your mindset right, and there's no options. Don't give yourself options. See, when we give ourselves options, then we're always going to probably take the easier way. But when we give ourselves no options, then we're going to be committed to giving our daily best. And then it's having a system that sets uncommon standards. See, there's a lot of common things in this world. There's a lot of common people in this world. There's a lot of common things in this world. But we want to be uncommon. We don't want to be status quo. We want to do things at a whole different level. I know you do. I know it's inside of you. It's inside of everybody. Because remember what we said, winners and losers have the same goals, but winners have a system. And within that system, we want to set uncommon standards and demand consistent habits to accomplish them. There's that word consistent again. And then we want to embrace the tough. Now, the, the Ram said embrace the suck, all right? The things that stink in life. That's what they said to embrace. But I, in our, in our program, we say embrace the tough. You know, when it's too tough for them, it's just right for us. So it's going through the uncomfortable, builds strength, it builds short-term focus, and it builds an edge. Number three is we over me. Do you wake up every day seeking to serve others? Our standards that we have within our DNA system and our program that I have within my life, the first part, the number one standard that we have that makes up our standard is serve. Like, do I wake up every day to serve? Do I wake up every day to consume or to contribute? Do I wake up every day thinking I have to or I get to? See, you should really ask yourself a couple of questions when you wake up. You know, like, what am I in it for? Like, what am I in this life for? What am I in work for? What am, what am I in different things that I'm involved in? What am I in it for? And the second thing you say is, how can I help? So try that tomorrow. When you wake up, go, hey, what am I in it for? When you approach something, you get a chance to be a part of something, you go to work tomorrow, ask yourself that question. What am I in it for and how can I help? Because once I get out of me and I get into others, then I begin to feel blessings. 
I began to feel my purpose in life. Serving others builds shared experiences. You know, when, and when it's a we over me, it's about being selfless builds connection. See, when I'm selfless and I'm into everybody else and I build a connection, I build those shared experiences. It means that I'm humble. Um, it, it means that, you know, when I walk in that I'm looking to serve others. I'm not looking for others to serve me. It's to find a way to help someone grow and succeed every day. Even if it's just one person, you got somebody in your family, you got somebody in your life that you could walk up to and say, you know what? I appreciate you. And maybe it's somebody in your family say, you know what? I love you. And I'm proud of you. Keep doing what you're doing. And you don't know how much that will take them to another level. Show them. Don't tell them. Show them. Like, you ever heard the saying that it says that your actions speak so loud that I can't hear what you say? You want to live by that. Like, we want to show people. And people now are more visual learners anyway. I mean, they... They, they want to be shown. And so I've learned that just through coaching in the past 25 years. Then fight for a bigger cause than ourselves. See, there's something always bigger than us. We just don't ever, like, recognize that it's there. Like, you know, if you're coaching, like coaching a team, I mean, everybody thinks that the bigger cause is to win a state championship. But the bigger cause is not to win a state championship, but it's to impact lives of the people that you're coaching, but not only the people that you're coaching, but the people that get to be a part of your program, the people that come watch your program, and the people that get to hear about your program. That's the bigger cause. The other bigger cause is, is that someone that's hurting, that's someone that's struggling in life, and they need somebody, they need a cause, then we're able to give that person something. Accomplish the mission, and take care of your teammates. In the military, superior officers, when they're in charge, that's their two main missions, is to accomplish the mission and then to take care of their men. See, then number four, there's a system of excellence. All right, now we, I, I didn't say a system of perfection. I think a lot of times we want to be, like nobody's perfect. There was only one perfect person that ever walked this earth. And that was Jesus Christ. So we're not to seek to be perfect. We are to seek excellence. What, how do I have a system of excellence? How do I wake up every day and look for excellence? Well, the first thing you got to do is you got to understand, like I said before, there's got to be a purpose, not a plan. You got to have a little bit of forward thinking, and you got to be able to make sure that you expand your bandwidth a little bit, your thought process a little bit see things from 60,000 feet instead of seeing them from 6,000 feet. But then be focused in on where your feet are. And for a lot of people, that's hard to do. They can't do both. But I think you've got to be aware of the things that you get to affect, the things that you get to be a part of, the purpose in which you get to live, while also understanding the focus within the moment of where I'm at at that particular time. Then there's the preparation. See, when you prepare every day, you prepare for the day, you know, like the night before, like I still get my bag together. I said that on the first podcast, get my bag together. So, you know, I don't want to have to do that at four o'clock in the morning. And so when I get my bag together and it's done, it's ready to go in the morning, I could be instinctive. I'm just going to pick the bag up. I can walk out and do whatever I got to do. And within being instinctive by being prepared, like there's things that I put in my mind, like, you know, with anxiety and stress that, you know, are 
that I don't have any control over. I think we all deal with that. I mean, I, I deal with it all the time. But I do think that's what kind of drives me to prepare harder every day. So if this comes up or that doesn't come up, even if it doesn't come up, then I've prepared myself to be ready for that moment, which allows me to be instinctive. But it also allows me to be proactive, but reactive. Right? I didn't say responsive. I said reactive, okay, when necessary. And then the other thing is, is just practice. You know, I mean, every day you live your life, you're practicing. I mean, you're, you're doing things every day when you have contact with other people, when you impact others, when you have conversation with them, shared experiences, when you're at home within your family, you know, whether it's sitting down, eating a meal or spending time together, we're always practicing, you know? And so I always have my mind spinning and my mind's always looking for ways to get better. Cause look, you either get better, you get worse. You don't ever stay the same. And so you have to put yourself in those situations a little bit that understanding that, look, I'm going to prepare myself to be ready to go. You know, when, when there's an opportunity that comes and I may be uncomfortable, I'm going to be comfortable in it. And some people don't like maybe to think about that. But for me, that's something that, that I like to do. Uh, I think that's made me a stronger person. Um, and so I think the anxiety that I have sometimes, the stress that I do have, I think is what drives me. I think that's what drives me to chase best. And so you can call it good. You can call it bad. You can call it healthy, unhealthy, whatever you want to call it. But that's me. Um, and it's just something I deal with. Um, but it's also something that drives me. And then there's performance. I mean, it's when you wake up every day, it's about performance. You know, everybody wants to talk about, you know, when you talk about stuff in sports, you know, everybody talks about production, you know, how much production or are they getting out of this guy or, or how much production are they getting out of this unit or whatever it may be. Okay. Um, but production's only as good as the individual performance. And so you got to live life with a confidence and an edge that allows you to live in a manner that's pleasing to what God has called you to. You know, you wake up and you serve. You wake up and there's great substance about you. You know, your makeup's awesome. And then you're living in a manner that's significant. I mean, it's not about you, but it's about those around you. You know, it's, it's knowing your strengths and knowing your deficiencies. You know, I the key whenever you're like an athlete, you know, I mean, I think the biggest thing is, is in this day and time, it's done more and more now because of the science part of uh, the sports and whether it's strength conditioning, optimal, optimal performance, whatever it may be, is, is knowing what players' deficiencies are. And a part of that is kind of staying away from those deficiencies, but a part of that's also trying to improve those deficiencies. And you want to build a system within you, like you know what your deficiencies are. You know what you struggle with, right? You know what gives you problems. And then what you want to do is you want to capitalize on the things that you do well. I remember Kevin Elko gave a talk one time. and He was talking about there was this cul-de-sac and there was a house and then there was another house right beside it. And one neighbor was in his yard and he was pulling weeds out of the grass. And the other neighbor walked over to him and said, what are you doing? He said, I'm pulling weeds. And he said, stop pulling weeds, just plant more grass. You know, sometimes in life we need to 
We need to capitalize on our strengths more than bringing up our deficiencies because then our strengths will overtake that. Now, there are certain deficiencies that I'm sure that all of us need to work on. There's certain things that we struggle with that we do need to work on. But the things that we do do well, right, it makes who we are. Those are also things that we need to do more. And then the other thing is create simplicity. You know, I think sometimes we like life too complicated and we need to create simplicity. What the problem is, is we let a lot of outside interference, what people think about us, comparing ourselves to others, conditions, whatever it may be. And we go through that and it makes life complex. Okay. But we need to be creative as far as making our simplicity. And then, you know, I think the other thing is, is, is then as an individual, when you wake up every day and when you go to bed, remember we talked about live, love, and matter is being accountable to the mission. Like being accountable to the mission. Like whatever your mission is that day. And I, and I would, I think, I think Nib said it on the second episode. Um, he was talking about a podcast he was listening to and they were talking about your life, but you should have a mission. Like you should have a life's mission. Like, you know, and it should be one sentence. And I would challenge everybody that's listening today to, to come up with your life's mission. Like, what is it? You know, like, you know, where are you? Where do you want to go and how are you going to get there? And what do you want to accomplish? And know this, chasing best is all inclusive. Like, you don't pick and choose chasing best or whatever you're doing. It's like, you know, whether I'm rolling the trash down on a Friday morning, brushing my teeth, making my bed, or coaching football on a Friday night or being a father at home, whatever it may be, cutting grass, weed eating, working in the flower bed, chasing best is all inclusive. And you know, you know whether you're chasing best or not. And you know, the thing is, is you just, you don't ask that question, is this necessary? You don't give yourself options and you grow it. And the more you do it, then the more it becomes a habit. And those habits become a way of life for you. Then I think you got to have high expectations for yourself with no excuses. Like who wants to wake up every day and don't have high expectations for themselves? And I remember people used to ask me all the time, like, what about this year and that year, whatever? I was like, look, nobody puts more expectations on me than I put on myself. You should be the ultimate person as far as how high the expectation is. Nobody should ever put an expectation on you more than you put on yourself. And the thing about it is, is when that job gets done, that opportunity gets, gets done, when that moment is fulfilled, um, whatever it may be, you know. Everybody else may think they know, but you know, you know whether you have honored or fulfilled that expectation. And then you know you've done it with no excuses. And then I want my life to be validated by a relentless, contagious pursuit of excellence. That's what Chasing Best is. A relentless, contagious pursuit of excellence. The other day I was listening to a podcast and I'm listening to a U.S. Olympic volleyball coach speaking about what he really, really wants to be known for. And he's really talking about how the youth today have started specializing in sports. And, you know, you got these trainers and you got this, that, and the other, and they're just not as diversified. And they really just want to be known for something. And they want to be really good at something. 
But he said this. He's like, you know, the one thing about it is, is like, as a coach, I don't, I don't want people to just say, hey, he was a good coach or he did this really, really good or that really, really good. He said, I, I would want to be known more for the culture that I set for my program because the culture is what's going to change these kids' lives as they become adults. And, you know, that really, really meant a lot to me because I think that's something that, as a coach, that I take a lot of pride in is our culture, is growing our young men. You know, because you got three kinds of hoods in this world. You got childhood, you got boyhood, you got manhood. Childhood, you know, you depend on everybody. Boyhood, you depend on somebody. And manhood, you better depend on nobody. And so as we grow that, we want to grow that within our program with our young men. So we want to teach them how to be relentless. We want to teach them how to have that contagious pursuit of excellence to not only impact them and their families, but impact others that are around them. And then I guess the question you could ask yourself is this, can we make excellence a mission? Like when we wake up every day, can we make excellence, the pursuit of excellence, the chasing best a mission? Maybe that's part of your life mission. I want to challenge you for that. And look, here's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to finish up next week on the rest of the chasing best system. But I want you to kind of go back and, and look at what we talked about today. Um, you know, if you get a chance, you know, when you, you think about number one that we talked about today was time. You know, I want you to really be conscious of your time, how you spend your time, the time that we waste. See, there's 86,400 seconds in a day. Time lost is lost. If I gave you $86,400 and I said at the end of the day, you cannot keep it, how much of it would you spend and would you spend it on things that matter? I would say yes. Well, so I'm going to tell you this today. You got 86,400 seconds today, and you can't take any of them with you tomorrow. How many of them are you going to spend on quality th things, quality time? What is that? Well, it's about waking up and making an impact. The second one that we talked about was consistent process is going to make for consistent progress. It's about showing up every day. Show up every day. Wake up every day. It's, it's about improving daily. It's about marginal gains. It's about 1% better. It's about daily best with no options. Then the third one was we over me. Remember we talked about the standard? The first standard within our DNA system is serve. So it's we over me. Can I get out of myself and into others to make them better? And then when I do that, I'm always, when I'm selfless, I'm always going to build a connection. And when you build a connection, you're going to build shared experiences. And you know what? When you build shared experiences, you're going to find a way to help someone grow and succeed every day. And then there's the system of excellence. You know, I'm going to challenge you to work hard on that this week. I'm not asking you to be perfect. And you can't ask yourself to be perfect. But I do think that you have to understand where your strengths are, what your deficiencies are, to not like life so complicated, to have a system that will grow, and then 
Everyone be accountable to the mission that you surround yourself with. And then in conclusion, always remember that chasing best is all-inclusive. It's high expectations with no excuses. It's being validated by the growth I make on a day-to-day basis as a person by a relentless, contagious pursuit of excellence. I'm going to challenge you. Hey, let's make excellence a mission this week. Let's make chasing best a mission this week. And remember, when we're chasing best, we may never catch it, we may never obtain it, but we can always chase it. God bless you and keep chasing best. This is the Chasing Best Podcast with Coach Josh Niblett.